The Gist is brought to you by Stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer and save up to 80% compared to a postage meter. Sign up at Stamps.com and get a four-week trial and a $110 bonus offer when you use the promo code THEGIST. And by The Message, an original science fiction podcast from Panoply and GE Podcast Theater. All of season one is available now. So listen and find out why a 70-year-old alien recording seems to be killing people. Search for The Message on iTunes. The following podcast contains explicit language. It's Wednesday, December 2nd, 2015. From Slate, it's The Gist. I'm Mike Pesca. The spiel is the place where we'll cover what happened today in San Bernardino. I just can't take Twitter on days like this when this many dead, this many shooters, and then happy birthday, Britney Spears, and a gif. Thanks, The Cut. Look, I understand if you're Sports Illustrated and you've got to, you know, post something about Peyton Manning's arm. If you're AccuWeather, it's not like there's not going to be a cold front in Duluth. But if you are a news site that is telling us and is tasked with telling us about what's going on, how does this happen? Fox News 11. So here are a bunch of tweets in a row. Map of location where San Bernardino shooting occurred. Alert. Location of San Bernardino shooting is Inland Regional Center. And then an Oklahoma cop drives donkey to safety, followed by photos from Sky Fox over the San Bernardino shooting story developing. Get in there. Take your queued up tweets and pull them out of the queue, people. Fine. I get it. Your Sports Illustrated, Real Madrid is doing something. Your Stars and Stripes, you got a historic photograph of some tank from 1939. If you're Fox 11, you can't tell me about the donkey, the Oklahoma donkey. On the show today, I spiel about even sadder stuff regarding this goddamn shooting. But first, let's talk to Maria Konnikova. In a day that's full of bullshit, we look to the holidays for hope and solace, but also to vet for bullshit. It's the holidays, and after you heard me say that, I bet you thought I was going to tell you to buy some product that saves you time at the post office or order something by mail. But no, I want to talk about holiday wisdom, those pieces of folk wisdom, or maybe even more than folk. Maybe it's a learned man who once told you, turkey makes you sleepy. Suicides go up around the holiday. St. Nick visits all the Northern Hemisphere before the Southern Hemisphere. So let's talk about, we can't call them holiday myths, because if we call them holiday myths, you know the answer to is that bullshit. We'll call it holiday wisdom. And joining us, the very wise Maria Konnikova. She's the author of The Confidence Game and Mastermind, How to Think Like Sherlock Holmes. Hello. Hello, Mike. Thank you for playing our reindeer games. What's the first bit of wisdom you want to uh, unwisen? Well, since we just came back from Thanksgiving, and I think a lot of people are going to be doing a lot of eating over the holidays, how about that turkey makes you sleepy myth? You, and we, we want to know about goose, too, right? Because, yes. Because with, now the goose is on the table and the pudding made of fig. Tryptophan is the thing that's pointed ex- to? Yes. Everyone says that turkey has ridiculously high levels of tryptophans. Right. And so what happens? You know, it's one of those things where it's like, Turkey make you sleepy. And everyone says, well, a bunch of things make you sleepy. And then someone says, ah, but I have a better piece of evidence. It's a word. And that word is tryptophan. And once the word tryptophan was introduced into the conversation, you have to say, well, you know, tryptophan. So tell me about tryptophan. So tryptophan is a substance that really should induce you to be sleepy. But as it ends up 
Turkey doesn't actually have all that much of it. In fact, Turkey has just as much as, say, beef Mm -hmm. or chicken Mm -hmm. or a lot of other things that you eat on a daily basis. And so there's absolutely no connection whatsoever between eating turkey and potentially getting sleepy. There is evidence that eating a lot can make you sleepy because blood gets drawn to your digestion. Remember how we talked about cramps while swimming and, you know, is that bullshit? And we decided that, yes, it was. But what's not bullshit is that you do need blood to digest food. And so when you stuff yourself full on Thanksgiving, then you might feel sleepy as a result. You know what else I think it is? My personal theory, people always talk about, let's think about this when people tell you about, oh, I was so stuffed, I was so sleepy. Most people (laughs) dress up and tuck in their shirts. And I think that the restriction Mm. restricts blood flow. Yes, it does. It absolutely yes, yes, does. That's not possible. Yes, I'm, I want to. I want to make sure that okay, w- that we that record, we know yes. that. So I found this wonderful article called "Medical Myths" in BMJ, which is a very well respected um, journal. I thought and, it was the airport outside DC, but okay. <laughs> and one of the things that they looked at was Turkey, because this is one of those myths that everyone likes to talk about. So what they found when they reviewed all of the evidence. You know what has much more tryptophan than turkey? What? Cheese. Oh. (laughs) Something that you eat every single day. And in fact, the effects of the tryptophan that is in turkey Mm -hmm. are limited because you consume it with so much other food. Yeah. And so it doesn't even get absorbed. Oh, okay. So even the tryptophan that's there because you basically turkey is a side dish to everything else that you're eating for Thanksgiving. Yeah. A lot of people think of stuffing as uh, shouldn't be stuffing inside the turkey. They should think of turkey as the encasement to the stuffing. There's a lot of big stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. And their conclusion, which is very poetic. Any large meal, such as sausages, stuffing, turkey, vegetables, followed by Christmas pudding and brandy butter, can induce sleepiness. Brandy butter. (laughs) It's another holiday myth. Wine may also play a role. That's their final sentence. (laughs) And the droning on of those holiday stories as well. Another holiday myth that we get is suicides. Oh, yeah. Right? That's a myth. That, or people do say well, that. Well, people do say that people suicides, get people get lonely, yeah, suicides go up around the holidays. This is a question that people have actually tried to look at because it's important. Mm-hmm. I mean, epidemiologically, you want to know if there are certain things that cause people to want to kill themselves so right. that you can try to prevent it, so that you can offer more counseling, more mental support services. And there were some studies done that looked at data from a number of countries and what seems to happen is that suicides actually go down before the holidays. People want to get to the holidays because it's Yeah. Fun. And so there's a really big dip. And immediately after the holidays, there's a tiny rise. Interesting. However, that rise is smaller than the fall before the holidays. So net-net, fewer people are killing themselves around the holidays. Unbelievable. That totally, talk about myths, that totally explodes what I would think. It explodes what I thought, too, actually. I went into this thinking that it was true. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to, I think, I've talked to many psychologists who are like, yeah, it's very hard on people. You know, we got to counsel. Don't people, don't you always hear stories about staffing the suicide hotline around the holidays? Maybe because people are off for the holidays, so they have more volunteers to maybe the suicide hotline. Maybe, but a lot, this data started in the 70s, where I'm guessing there weren't quite as many suicide hotlines. But it was really counterintuitive for me. Yeah. I actually was all on board with the suicides going up around the holidays. But there have been now a number of studies, and a lot of the things that I thought were true were not. For instance, suicides don't go up in winter e- either. Mm. It ends up that suicides are actually, they go up in fall. 
I thought that they would go up, you know, because it's cold, it's bleak. Yeah. You know, what's the meaning of life when there are no trees? Right. Ymar Bergman. Exactly. Has a bleak outlook. Right? Exactly. Death is Ice. always stalking yeah. the people on the fjords. And See, what I thought was that they did go up around the holidays, but it wasn't cause of the holidays. It was because of the little drummer boy. Ah, yes. But that's wrong, too. That's wrong, too. pa pum pum Oh, no, no, you did not just do that. <laughs> Maria, let's take a quick break because we're talking about the holidays and therefore we're talking about the post office. You thought I'd get away with not talking about the post office. I think a lot about the post office, kind of dwell on it. I don't hate it, just don't want it to take up my time. But is there a solution? There is, he answered himself rhetorically. It's Stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to avoid the hassle of going to the post office during the busy holiday season. Everything that you would do at the post office, you could do right from your desk. You can buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. You can print postage for any letter or package the instant you need it, and then the mailman comes and picks it up and let him go to the post office. It's kind of his home base. It's easy, it's convenient, and there's a special offer. If you use the promo code THEGIST right now, you get a four-week trial and a $110 bonus offer, which includes postage in a digital scale. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the gist. That's Stamps.com and enter the gist. Rejoining with Maria Konnikova. And what's it? Well, let's get to another one. Holiday travel, is it going to make you sick? Sure. Do people get more sick around the holidays? Well, it, would be, it seems hard to separate that from winter. Right. And the answer is yes. Yeah. But it is hard to separate that from winter. We know two things. We know that airplanes are repositories of germs. Mm-hmm. And we know that the head of the CDC, right, Center for... Disease Control Disease and Prevention, control, yeah. but they don't put the P uh, <laughs> in the acronym. Crazy. It's the correct acronym, yes. He, whenever he travels, he wipes down all of his seats with antibacterial wipes. Really? Yes. The head of the CDC Yes. <laughs> um, he's gone on record that they, saying that. I'm glad. He's a public employee. I'm glad he's not flying <laughs> private, but still, that's um, We also know that stress is really bad for getting sick. And when organisms are stressed, they sometimes become worse at fighting off infection. Mm-hmm. And holidays are often stressful times for people, whether it's because of holiday travel, because you have to see a lot of family members. We know that family can be stressful for people. You know, political conversations with your uncle, stressful for people. Mm. So, so those... Anti-uncle sentiment. <laughs> so those types of things can enhance your chances of getting sick. But as you correctly point out, the holidays do happen in the winter. We do get, it's flu season. People get sick more often in the winter period. And so it's really difficult to disentangle that, especially because incubation periods, you know, how do you know that you got sick when you were traveling versus when you picked your kid up from daycare and then went on the plane and then you got everyone else sick. Unless it's clearly a Grinch-born pathogen. Yes. Unless under the microscope it's green with a heart three sizes. Exactly. If you find yourself turning green. Yes. Then, then strapping antlers are... on your trusty dog. These are signs. Exactly. Creeping Grinchitis. <laughs> All right, let's go and recap our Is That Bullshit Holidays Edition. We get sleepy from the tryptophan in Turkey. Bullshit. Suicides go up around the holidays. Bullshit. Traveling around the holidays make, makes us sick. Eh, sort of bullshit. We don't really know. Traveling can make us sick, but a lot of things can make us sick. Being alive makes us sick. Winter makes us sick. That's true. Flu only, season makes us sick. Only cure for sickness is death. 
Uh, Santa lives in the North Pole, red suit, ho, 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 has a nice list, has a naughty list, will put coal in your sock, stocking. Any of that bullshit. Yes, actually. Uh, the red suit. Yeah. That is a myth that's been perpetuated for far too long. So I'd like to correct that misperception. Um, the suit is not red because Santa's far too kind and he wants to make sure that the little boys who have red-green color blindness can still see Santa coming. And so Santa's suit is actually purple. Santa wear purple, <laughs> little like a pimp. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that was also in BMJ. Yeah, yes. that was in BMJ. Yes. Very good. Yes. Historical edition. And with that, and a mighty pa pum pum we thank Maria Konnikova, the author of The Confidence Game and Mastermind, How to Think Like Sherlock Holmes. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Mike. Today's show is brought to you by The Message, an original science fiction podcast from Panoply and GE Podcast Theater. Hi, Nikki Tomlin here, and I'm the host of The Message. I'm going to take you into an elite cryptography think tank and check it out. Their top project right now is to decode a highly classified radio transmission from the 1940s. Have you listened to it yet? Not yet. Uh, we're having a discussion about that. But if I offered you the chance to listen to it right now, um, sounds like a no. Well, we don't really know what it is. Voices, music, breathing. But you know, I'm not going to mess with that thing. To sum it up, extraterrestrials. Subscribe to The Message on iTunes. Search for The Message on iTunes. And now the spiel confirmed chaos. San Bernardino's Inland Regional Center, which is part of the California Department of Developmental Services, it serves people with developmental disabilities. Add that to the list that includes Sandy Hook Elementary School, Colorado Springs Planned Parenthood, AMC Church in South Carolina, and so many colleges and so many workplaces. They're supposed to be sanctuaries. They're being turned into mortuaries. At the time I'm talking, at the time we're taping this, there's a lot that we don't know. There was so much that Lester Holt didn't know. There was so much that CNN didn't know. There was so much that NBC11 didn't know. Didn't stop KABC7 from reporting. All this stuff they didn't know. We have heard uh, from sources up to three shooters who were armed with rifles wearing body armor. And we have heard up to 12 fatalities and multiple victims. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say just as much as I know and not more than I know. And if that means that this spot is half as long as it usually is, then good. It'll be just as long as it needs to be. So CNN reported almost two hours after the shooting began what we know. One to three suspects, as many as 20 were shot, SWAT teams working to clear building. Okay, one to three suspects does not qualify as something you know. Obviously, there was at least one suspect. Was there more than one suspect? Well, here's where that number, that three number comes from. They were based on police saying that witnesses saw three suspects. They weren't based on police confirming there were three suspects. By the time you hear this, the whole world may know about the three shooters in San Bernardino. But there are often reports of multiple shooters and often those reports are wrong. It's very rare to have multiple shooters in one of these situations. CNN also put out 
an interview with this man reading a text from his daughter. His daughter was hiding inside the building. Shooting at my work, people shot in the office waiting for cops. <laughs> but she's okay. Pray for us. So about the time that guy's voice cracked, I almost did also. But while CNN was called out for ghoulishly interviewing distraught family members, to me, that's tough. But that is journalism. That is something that we know. We can't look away. What's not journalism, not even some weird quasi-2015 version of journalism, was Greta Van Sustern. Her tweeting that the LA Times was tweeting that three suspects were fleeing from the building. And she noted in her tweet, Fox not reporting. Greta Van Susteren is, by the way, a Fox News host. Also, the part of that tweet that said Fox News not reporting, five minutes before she tweeted that, Fox Los Angeles tweeted, sources are saying three suspects fled from the scene in a black SUV. So if you're following a Fox News host reported that Fox News is not reporting, but that the LA Times is reporting that there were three suspects seen fleeing in a black SUV, and oh, by the way, the Fox News affiliate was reporting that. And a few minutes later, Greta Van Susteren deleted her original tweet. Oh, thanks for the guidance and wisdom during these difficult times. Times. The LA Times, which is what Greta Van Susteren was quoting, reported that that came from a source, the three suspect figure. But then 14 minutes after that tweet, they put out police searching for black SUV that fled scene, unclear if people inside are witnesses or suspects. So that seems entirely unclear. I don't know exactly what we get out of the three suspects scene, but a lot of news organizations were not going with the number three. If it's up to me, I wouldn't either. I also would try to avoid what Lester Holt was trading in. It's a tough job anchoring live coverage when you don't know much, but his thoughts turned to terrorism. And he said, in such a situation, it's inevitable, but one's mind tends to turn to terrorism. He said, this could be an act of terrorism. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I'm sitting here 3,000 miles away from San Bernardino, and I'm fairly terrorized because it's terrible. Yeah, I know that the definition of terrorism is using violent means to advance an ideology. And I know that a lot of people want to characterize the Planned Parenthood attacks as terrorism. They get very upset that some things are called terrorism and some things aren't. Okay, but let's say you apply the label terrorism to those acts which you want to get labeled terrorism. Then what? I mean, what does the label really get us? Yeah, I wonder what the motivation is in this killing. Because often the motivation gives us clues about how to stop the next one. The motivation is among the raft of questions I have. It is a small data point among all these questions. Because the motivation could be a deranged, aggrieved, sovereign citizen idiot. The motivation could be lone wolf style ISIS attack. Motivation could be gun nut hearing voices, gun nut who spent too much time on hateful websites, gun nut who's just a maladjusted high school kid. You see the through line there. But the label of terrorism, to me, it doesn't really do anything to solve the wounds this time around or necessarily to solve the problem the next time. Anyway, that is what I'm thinking, and that is all I know at this moment. So that is all we're saying.
And that's it for today's show. Just producer Andrea Salenzi reflects on these troubling times by, hey, here's a holiday wrapping idea. Just executive producer Andy Bowers sees what's going on in the world and has a strategy for decluttering your closet. The gist. Juice cleanse. Um, Peru, de Peru, du Peru. And thanks for listening.